In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Today we keep the feast of Our Lady of the Rosary. It is the 17th Sunday after Pentecost, but it has long been a practice to celebrate the Feast of the Holy Rosary on the first Sunday of October. And for the purpose of kindling the devotion of the faithful toward this most august title of Our Lady. The fact that we commemorate this 17th Sunday after Pentecost is of importance to me, though, as your preacher, as it ties in with this mystery which we celebrate today. For it is in this gospel of the 17th Sunday that our Lord puts to us the question, what do you think of Christ? It reminds me of a conversation I had not long ago with a certain Jewish man in another part of the country. I have been in correspondence with him because he is interested in the Catholic faith. I can tell you, I'm sure he doesn't mind my sharing this with you, that he is struck especially by the figure of St. Paul in his conversion. And in fact, by the whole Acts of the Apostles. He noted in particular the episode of the Ethiopian who is stopped by St. Philip the Deacon. We learn in that passage that the Ethiopian is reading from the book of Isaiah. From what he quotes to St. Philip, we know that he is reading from the 53rd chapter of Isaiah. If you don't recall what that is, I just remind you briefly, it is the passage where we learn of the suffering servant. The prophet speaks of this man to come who will bear our iniquities, who will be scourged for our sins. On him lies a punishment that brings us peace. By his stripes we are healed. This man, who I've been speaking with, told me that he called up one of his Jewish relatives and asked him, what do you think about Isaiah 53? He said, I have no idea what you're talking about. What's Isaiah 53? He said, well, if you don't remember what I'm talking about, go read the 53rd chapter of Isaiah and call me back and tell me who is the prophet speaking about? A few minutes later, he got a call from his relative. He said, well, did you read Isaiah 53? He said, yes. He said, well, who is that? He said, that's Jesus Christ. Um, what do we do now? This man and I had a good laugh about this on the phone. But the question, as we well know, is not a new one. Even if we have brought ourselves to answer the first question, what do you think of Christ? We are left with this second one. We know this question was asked by the Jews of the time of our Lord. Indeed, we read of this, the close 
the Gospel of St. John. What do we do? This man works many miracles. Of course, one answer would be, believe in him. The answer given at that time was, crucify him. St. Robert Bellarmine says that he marvels at two facts about the world more than any others. One is that given all the marvelous proofs for the divinity of Christ, the reality of the one true church that he founded, he marvels that everyone does not embrace the gospel. The second marvelous fact, he says, is that the majority of Catholics live as though these things weren't true. I hope in hearing this story about the man I've been speaking to inspires you to say a few rosaries for him. He happens to catch this sermon online. So much the better. We think of him, we think also of the other cases of certain children of Israel who were brought to the faith by the intercession of Our Lady, perhaps the most glorious being that of the conversion of Alphonse Ratisbon in the middle of the 19th century in Rome, a secular Jew who in the midst of his promising life of material prosperity was converted during one brief visit to a Catholic church by the direct intervention of Our Lady, who by a miracle infused the entire Catholic faith into him so that only a few days later he was baptized into the Catholic church left behind his former life, became a holy priest, and founded the Congregation of Our Lady of Zion to pray for the conversion of the Jews. It is a reminder, if we think about what St. Robert Bellarmine says, that in order to achieve conversion, it is hearts that must change. Only a lunatic or a servant of the great deceiver himself would conclude from all this that it is the Catholic faith, that it is the truth that must change. It is not the truth of our religion that must change in any way at all. It is the wills of others that must be disposed to receive that truth. St. Robert Bellarmine lived at a time when the church was on the rebound, was coming back from one of her darkest moments. It was after the time of the Council of Trent. It was during what was beginning to be called the Great Century of Saints. The end of the 16th and beginning of the 17th century. And the church came roaring back throughout Europe and won back many souls who had been lost to her during an age of corruption 
and the Protestant revolt. Perhaps in our time we cannot yet say that we are in any way on the rebound. And so people in our time, instead of marveling the way St. Robert Bellarmine did, might wonder instead how it is that anyone, Jewish, pagan, or otherwise, even thinks about coming into the Catholic Church in these times, or that so many of her faithful persevere despite corruption, scandal, and confusion, both inside and outside the Holy Church. We know there is a response to this. Should we really marvel that the Gethsemane statistic has changed, or has not changed, rather? Things have really not changed with regard to the church hierarchy since that first moment in the Garden of Olives. For there we found one member of that first generation of the hierarchy who betrayed our Lord, another who denied him, Prince of the Apostles though he was, preferring to warm himself by the fires of the world. Nine who fled, and one who stayed faithful at the foot of the cross. Yes, about 8% traitors, 8% deniers, 75% cowards, 8% faithful. This is the way of men. Hierarchy, priests, simple laity. Yes, it is hearts that must change. And this changing of hearts can only be achieved by the sorrowful and immaculate heart of Mary through the gift of the Most Holy Rosary. St. Bernard tells us that just as we have faith, hope, and charity, but the greatest of these is charity, so we have words, good example, and prayer, but the greatest of these is prayer. This month of the Holy Rosary is also the month of the angels, and it is also the month when we celebrate little Saint Therese, declared patroness of the missions. On Judgment Day, we shall see that Saint Therese and all the followers of her little way, even though she or any of them never traveled anywhere like the Amazon, did more to convert the heathen than any self-important synod could ever do. We must have a firm faith that Our Lady Queen of the Most Holy Rosary is at this very moment before the throne of God at the heavenly nuptials, just as she stood before her son at Cana, saying to him, they have no wine. The wine of consolation has indeed run out. This is the hour 
of the passion of the Church, of the formation of the mystical body of Antichrist. For a time yet, our Lord responds to Our Lady gently, My hour is not yet come. But it is coming soon. The successors of Judas may speak their peace, but the Lion of Judah is on the move. And so Our Lady turns to us, as she did 2,000 years ago, and says to us firmly but gently, do whatever he tells you. And so then, my dear children, in these dark times, read and know your faith. Read and reread your catechism. Engage in spiritual reading. Learn to make better, more fervent holy hours and mental prayer. Do penance, physical and spiritual. Engage every day in the corporal and spiritual works of mercy. And never let go of your holy beads. Place everything in the hands of Our Lady of the Rosary. Christ first came to us by Our Lady 2,000 years ago. He comes to us through her by grace every day during this long era of grace. And we cannot doubt that he will come again at the end of time once more by her immaculate heart. May St. Michael the Archangel, all the angels and saints, and most especially she who reigns above them all as Queen of the Most Holy Rosary, defend us in this great battle that we may not perish in the dread judgment. Amen.